Oh my gosh. Is this is this the up up download podcast? Is oh are we what? are we doing a cold open? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't... It's not very <laughs> cold now, I guess. It's, but... it's uh, I'm uh currently a little warm uh personally, so Yeah, my my room's really hot. Uh I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus yeah, you can't um, use your I I know this about you. You can't use your uh your air conditioning or also messes with your microphone. Oh yeah. So it does mess with it. Well, it did mess with my microphone cause it makes, it's a lot of noise. Um, uh, but I, it actually like started like squeaking a lot and it was really annoying. And so I just threw ugh. it out like a few weeks ago. Was, I've had it since I was in like, like grade school, like fifth or wow. sixth grade or something. I don't even remember how old I was when I got it. Um, <laughs> so it, it lived a long life. Uh, but since I'm moving soon, I don't want to go buy a new one. And well, the air I conditioner into sense. my bedroom doesn't really work. So I'm just going to constantly be a little bit warm. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, you're allowed to be a little bit warm. Um, should, uh, should, should we intro the show? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Up, Up, Download. My name is Sterling Matthew Oliver. And my name is Jacob Edelman Dolan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> little little oh, slow wow. on the punch there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it's felt like it's been a week. I don't know. I, I don't, it just feels been, like it's been two. I don't it, Yeah. It sure does. I think that, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. It, it's it's gotten way hotter in town, and I, 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 I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a big cold weather guy, and yeah, I am too. Yeah, so the heat just drains all the energy out of me. So I'm gonna. I know I'm a gonna, pretty cool city you should move to if you like the cold. Shut up. <laughs> uh context for those who don't know which is probably most everybody um uh sterling has been trying to convince me to move to chicago for the longest time um <laughs> and uh that's the bit <laughs> yep that's that's, all. that's that's the extent of the joke <laughs> it, it's very it's very detailed and layered i'm yeah, a very serious it's, comedian yeah yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty serious inside joke uh, but remember it because I'll have to make a call back later if I want to really be serious. Ah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, what have you been playing since uh, since since the last episode? Sterling, I've still been playing Hades. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got that much content. It's awesome. It yeah. really does. So I'm, I'm definitely... Uh, give us an update. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, I'll try not to say too much without spoilers, but um, with spoilers, I should say, but I am... I'm definitely like post game i guess um i i don't know like mid post game um, how many successful escapes have you had i think like four um okay. four or five um and mm -hmm. i think that i could have more but i've just been kind of like building resources um and like trying to uh kind of build up all the skills that i like want to do and get and the relationships that I want. And I actually mm -hmm. find that committing to like a full run um, takes up so much time. 
yeah. that I that I that I can't like. Yeah. So I, I so there are plenty of like runs that I kind of just flub so that I can get back to Hades quicker so that I can. Talk I've to done that before. Exactly. I have, I've especially done it when there's like one person who I'm like trying to like have a bunch of conversations with. Yeah. I'll just go out and die in the first couple rooms. <laughs> a- absolutely. I've been I've been doing a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Um, but you're totally right. It does. You you like if you're efficient a run on average is 20 25 minutes yeah and and mine haven't i i i take like 35 minutes to do my runs like i think i think yeah. my best time is something like 32 minutes and uh uh yeah but but i'm I, I i'm i'm having a great time uh it's i think that i think that the only downside that i have with it is that I have found that I, I mean, there's a very specific weapon and very specific um, uh, boons that I like the most, that I use the most, that are the most efficient for me and my play style. And so I find myself wanting to complete like the uh, uh, the minor list of fates uh, prophecies. Um, yeah. But like a lot of them are like, I don't know, beat the game using this weapon that I have no interest in using. For example, I mean... This is spoilers. There's a gun in the game, uh, <laughs> and yeah, which I thought was going to be my main thing. Yeah, I, the adamant rail, I think, is what it's called. And uh, yeah, it's I did my get my least... first clear in the game with it. But you did, yeah. Good for you. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's it's my it's my least favorite weapon in the entire game. And I just I I God I I die so much with it. And I'm like. Because I, mm-hmm. the 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 furthest I've gotten with the adamant rail is, I have beaten Larney um, with it, like, uh-huh. <laughs> which is not very impressive. Um, which is also sorry. One of my favorite moments of the game is when he goes, "I'm going to call you Larney," and then the health bar pops up and it's changed to Larney. <laughs> I swear to God, I think I missed that bit. I missed oh, it. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I missed it, and then and then I, God, I felt. I, I was like, man, th- this thing wasn't always called Lernie, was it? So I looked it up and then I saw the clip and I was like, dang it. Why did I miss this? It said, sucks. But uh, I, yeah, I, I, I love that. There, there's so much. I've, uh, I've completed a few character quests. I've uh, um, Orpheus and Eurydice. I've, I've done their bits. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. and. I believe I've hit either well I have chosen my romance uh for the uh for the, for the game. <laughs> I, I I might I might keep uh playing around with the other two romance <laughs> options. Yeah, no, I think I think so much about the game works really well because of how Supergiant just is so good with developing a narrative and, and 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 you are so drawn to these characters as well and so oh, like yeah. these like having strong characters with a strong story uh and great gameplay like it's and, easy to see why it's so many people's game of the year oh yeah well and and i think the last thing that i'd like to say about the game that that i find myself and this was not true with like, um, well, <laughs> I, I think it was sometimes true with uh, 
with Breath of the Wild, the last game that I uh, completed. Um, but it's definitely more so uh, with this game. I find myself always, always, always having the volume on, um, unless I'm in combat. But like, uh-huh. because because there's so much. I mean, the the voice acting performances, which is spoilers for the rest of the episode, our topic of the day. Um, but I think this is a perfect way of transitioning into it. The voice acting performances in Hades are fantastic. I I haven't actually looked yeah. up who the actors are. I I, I want Ooh, to do that actually okay. very soon. Um, uh, so I can tell you a little bit about some of them. Please do, because I recognize so many voices. Um, I'm like, ooh, I, I know you from, from from this and that, but I don't know exactly yeah. who is who, you know? Uh, so first off, there was, uh, I think, something really funny. on. I cannot remember the video, but there was a video on Twitter that this like woman had made. She like sat down in her car, and she was like being a character like talking about like the vaccine i think or something um uh, whatever it was i don't know it went viral uh turns out that was the voice actor for meg uh and so she then recorded like a second video doing the exact same thing or starting it the same way as meg (laughs) it was funny so um funny but uh so the primary uh voice actor within the game uh not Zagreus, but no. a guy who does most of the people is Logan Cunningham. Yeah, I'm looking who, at his IMDb right now. Yeah, actually. yeah, works works with a lot of uh, works with Supergiant. Like, I don't know if he's just like always in the building and he's just like, all right, I'll go do a voice now, uh, <laughs> or if they just work with him for every game. Um, but Zagreus is played by the sound designer and composer Darren Korb. What? And Darren Korb is basically the person I want to be. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> because, because for super giant, he does their sound design. He does their music. And occasionally like here, he did uh, voice acting and, uh, and helps like do the voice acting, like recording sessions and stuff. Um, it just seems like a really cool job. <laughs> yeah. Seems yeah. Like a blast. I think that, well, and now actually I'll be honest, um, looking at, uh, most of these voice actors, um, the majority of them are not particularly prolific. Um, no, I'm actually just noticing that uh, Greg Kasavin plays Hypnos, and that is the like narrative director for the game. That's amazing. Uh, so it looks like a lot of their voice acting was done in house. Oh yeah, they 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 usually I think. I try to rely on in-house talent. I I I, wow. I need to learn a lot more about the company just because I like so much sure. what they're doing. Um, I will say that if if you enjoy this like kind of behind the scenes stuff, like learning about all these people and their roles in making the game, uh, the YouTube channel No Clip they do a lot of video game documentaries, and there's a whole series on the making of Hades, and uh, it is sign incredible. me the heck up. That sounds awesome. I've been having I've been having a an absolute an absolute blast with it, and I just I mean I I, I just keep thinking like man, whoever, you know I mean all of these voice actors must have like sat in these rooms, and like like recorded all of these lines like like just I, I don't know I'm just very impressed with it the yeah. amount of like like m- the most games like this that you know are like text 
text-based as far as like the the game is not text-based, but the the dialogue um, is very. I would say I'm, yeah, I'm, every everything has a dialogue box. Yeah, thank you, God. Oh my God, everything has a dialogue box, uh, and so most games uh, don't. I mean, in the past, they don't take the the uh, the voice acted route for that. They just kind of let you. Yeah, read and it. I think that was a technical limitation. I think it was like not having the space or something that would have led to that choice. I I, I, I love that I can play the game um, without the sound and get the story. But I, if I play the game with the sound, I'm I'm perfect to some really fantastic and fun voice acting performances. And just um, yeah, completely immersive like world. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, we're gushing about it. This is that's the episode now. Is Hades? <laughs> we're just gonna honestly have that could be that could just be the podcast. Is every week we just come on and talk about Hades? Talk about Hades and again. <laughs> I think I think I think it would be successful. I think so. We could too. rename it <laughs> the Hades podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I actually um, that is what I've been playing, and then uh, this is a little bit sneak peek for. Either next week's episode, if I decide that I have gotten to a point in Hades, not next week, but two weeks from now. Oh, you know what I mean. Um, if I <laughs> if I decided I've gotten to a point in Hades where I am going to uh, take a break from it for a while, um, but I have downloaded a little game called Hollow Knight. I don't know if you've Ooh, heard yes. of this. Oh, uh, I love Hollow Knight. <laughs> and uh, I'm awful I think at it, but. I think that that might be my next game, um, and uh, I'm really excited about it because it's a game that I wanted to play for a very, very, very long time, and I'm gonna. So yeah, that's a little I, sneak peek I, for, for, for a little bit from now. I don't think I ever beat it. I was really bad at it, but I really loved it. Hey, that's okay. That's the kind of game I love. I I, I feel that, that way about Sekiro, uh, yes. <laughs> Shadows Die Twice, I am not good at that game and i didn't get particularly far but did i have fun nope. yes uh, I, I will never go back to it i am oh. sure i might i i just i have no interest in dying more but yeah. it was beautiful <laughs> well it was beautiful you know me i'm a big souls fan and so that's the mechanic i love it i love it i love it exactly I love it. and i think i think it does something good for uh the the plateau that game design has become like the soul oh, stuff yeah. does well for because because so much of game design is literally design and not I, this might be not the best way to put this but like not like art not like new creative stuff it's it's i need to figure out how to communicate everything perfectly and uh all that yeah and so it intentionally does away with a lot of design stuff mm -hmm. and and it, it it makes it a very interesting subset of games uh and and it feels just like you're taking off or you, it feels like you're putting on like floaties when you go back to another game after that and you're just yeah, like honestly oh, that's oh, a really oh, like, good here's way what every it. button does i'm like thank you Thank you. Uh, I I, uh, I I just spent the last uh, uh, last two months playing Dark Souls. I uh, I can do your your little your little baby game in my sleep now. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It's true. That's, and, and, that's, and that 
And that reminds me of like, this is going to sound super pretentious, but like going from Shakespeare to like a normal performance. I say yeah, normal. It does. I mean, like anything not Shakespeare. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, well, there's there's definitely there's a there's a there's a there's quite the difference. Um, I mean, yeah, you have to whenever you're doing Shakespeare, you have to really challenge your mind and kind of expand things. Oh, it's for, exhausting. Yeah. It yeah. Is, it's very it's, yeah. it's tiring. There's a lot of work that's involved in it. Um, it's that's a very. All right. All right. Tagline of the episode. Dark Souls is the Shakespeare of video games. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> uh yeah so jacob teased a little bit ago that we were talking about voice acting today we've already done quite a bit of that um yes and there's a lot of great performances that have come out of video games over especially the last decade uh, I'd say the last decade and a half are most of the iconic performances that we think of today. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, but that's also like I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it in games before like 2006, 2007. And so I'm sure there's plenty I'm missing. Like there's a lot of great voice talent in uh, in early like 3D games like Half-Life. Um, but it's it's so focused on just showing a character and not like being a character you know i do know uh, and it's like a lot of in-house talent with those early games as well uh and so and so as we as it breaks more into having just dedicated voice actors and even beyond that even getting beyond voice actors and having it just be seen as acting and we also see the change of motion capture getting turned into performance capture it's just as it gets taken more and more seriously we see more and more really cool performances um it's true and if only if only for us that it would have just been taken not seriously just a few more years we would have so much of an easier time yeah but (laughs) (laughs) that's that's being selfish (laughs) um and so i thought it'd be great to talk about some of our favorite performances in video games and uh, try to figure out what makes them good and what makes a great video game performance, whether that's just vocal a la Hades or, uh, or vocal and with like performance capture, like, like uh, the last of us or uh, even like call of duty did a lot of, performance capture i think i was actually and stuff yeah um i weirdly enough i uh uh i'm actually gonna talk about call of duty in my list of oh really (laughs) yeah uh actually yeah i mean i I guess i i have never given it a thought but i'm i i'm excited to hear what you have to say about it yeah (laughs) anyway do you have any particular place you'd like to start uh, so every time I think about this, every time I think about iconic video game performances, and it's and, and, and I, I'm going to talk about this all the time. It's it's my it's my Halo uh, to Jacob. <laughs> yes, um, but it's always it's always Ellen McLean as Glados. Yeah, God, uh, she's great. And uh, the the amount of skill I. I th- I don't remember 
I've, I've got this like image in the back of my mind or like this memory that I think I might have heard her do it like without the voice processing like like I saw it on a YouTube video she did it at a con or something like that but to be able to do the voice like that with its processing she's got to have such great control because otherwise like the auto-tune type thing is just going to go crazy but also to come in and I'm sure she like had no clue what the concept was going in and to and to be able to just understand this robot <laughs> yeah you know it's because it's brand new like like valve hadn't really done anything like that yet they'd have they've they've written amazing characters uh for for half-life but this sarcastic funny odd robot Ellen McLean had worked with them before for Team Fortress 2, so she understood that they could do great characters. And she understood that that company could be a little weird with their writing, but I'm sure going in, she had no idea what to expect. <laughs> I think that that is that's a really, really great example of some just top-notch voice acting in video games. And honestly, I'm, I think that so much of that game rests on on her shoulders i'll be honest i mean oh, i think yeah that, because because it's got the silent protagonist yeah 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 shell is 100 percent silent everything everything is glados and uh i mean that the, there's a level of sinister i don't know what, what whatever whatever she's doing in that performance to get across that kind of hollow robotics Sin, sinister vibe is just incredible. I think a lot of it obviously is mm -hmm. like the score and like the events of the game, like leading up to uh -huh. everything that, but, but just, I don't know. I mean, I, she's great. She's fantastic in that. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say that it's, so the game starts off. Hello. And again, welcome to the Aperture Science Computer Aided Enrichment Center. She's the first thing you hear. Yeah. And she's just doing a good job of just sounding like a scripted bot helping you through these tests. And then it slowly starts to break off into sarcasm with, I don't know, you know, like it starts, she starts making jokes about different things. Yes. Um, the, the, the moment and then where she you starts realize, making jokes about you. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I think it's the moment where you realize, you know, this, uh, this particular, uh, robot, well, this whole situation is absolutely ridiculous. This particular robot is not all there. Uh, yes. Um, and the entire performance rests on the last act of the game. Yeah. Everything about it. Cause like that, the, I noticed something in my last playthrough and that is the, the platform is approaching the fire. You shoot the portals, you jump into the portal, land on the platform safe and sound. She's talking, she cuts out. She starts talking again. She has a lot more emotion when she cuts back in there. Yeah. They like, they like take down a lot of the robotic stuff. And that is a huge change for GLaDOS because she's all of a sudden like, oh, uh, people can do something about my plans this is scary. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's also a testament to the sound design team uh, for, for, because I think, I think they literally like just reined it in a bit, but also 
Ellen McLean herself would have had to like be able to communicate this fear that a robot has, <laughs> you know, this self-preservation almost. Absolutely. I think you're hundred percent right. I think that that is a really good a- analysis. Oh gosh. And then, and then just the just the <laughs> visceral the visceral anger in Portal Two when she wakes up and the oh it's you oh my <laughs> god so petty <laughs> and that's not to that's not even to say anything about uh, uh, Stephen Merchant oh god he's so good he's so yeah. good and it, it's amazing that Valve was uh, I mean I guess Valve was a very like big company at the time of creating portal 2 but i i i remember hearing that they were getting steven merchant to <laughs> perform yeah uh and i remember knowing who steven merchant was and and honestly being surprised that uh that was one of the first times that it wasn't the first time a like prominent actor had played a role in a video video game but it was the first time oh, i think yeah. i noticed it yeah, I, I yeah, I remember when when the game came out and thinking, um, man, this guy's great. <laughs> yeah. And then I and then I and then I eventually I think maybe like two or three years later I looked it up and I was like, wow, holy cow, that I I've been enjoying this man's work for forever now. <laughs> yep. Also also the best scene in Jojo Rabbit by far. <laughs> I still haven't watched Jojo Rabbit. Oh my god, what? I know. I know. Oh boy, I, I've got the DVD. I need to lend you the DVD. So this this episode is about Hades. This episode is about Portal. Yes. And what? Do, and who's, who do, who's first on your list? What? What? What, uh, what do you yeah. get? I actually uh, the first person on my list um, is uh, I, I. Okay, I, I should preface this by saying I mean there are voice actors and then there are. People who are uh, particularly well well known in the voice acting community, kind of Absolutely. voice acting celebrities, right? Those are your Nolan Norths and and et cetera, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, and your Troy Bakers, yeah. Um, but then there are people who are like who do lots of voice acting, but are also rather well known outside of the 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 voice acting field. Uh, and the first person on my list is Keith David. Um, who uh, is uh, a really very prolific um, live-action actor, um, but he also um, has done a ton of voice acting work. Um, specifically, I really love his work in... This is going to come as a complete shocker, I know. Um, Halo. Uh, a little <laughs> game called Halo. Uh, Keith David voices the Arbiter, Um uh, who is uh, an, an excellent character, and I think um, one, one of my favorites in the series. And I think that Keith David brings just a magnetism to the character and a, and a, a gravity uh, that uh, I think that no other actor could have could have brought. He also um, uh, another favorite of our uh, another favorite video game series of ours. Uh, he voices uh, Captain Anderson in Mass Effect. Um, oh, yeah! Isn't that crazy? yeah yeah he's awesome <laughs> i love him so much uh and and uh i i think that he's he's definitely like get, i i don't know his voice is just so rich i have no doubt understand i have no i i i completely understand how he 
became uh, yeah. uh, big in voice acting. He just has such a rich and, um, and wonderful voice with lots of textures in it. And, and you were just talking about Call of Duty. Uh, he is Sergeant Foley in Modern Warfare 2. Yes, he is. That uh, uh, Weirdly that, enough. The, the voice that's just always in your ear. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Weirdly enough, I was about to, that, Sterling, you stole my transition. Well, I knew we were talking <laughs> about Call of Duty, so I thought it would be, I don't know. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I actually, yes, uh, he's in Call of Duty, and he's great in that, too. But uh, I think the performance of uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which I, I, I can say that pretty confidently is my favorite Call of Duty game, um, it's the one I most Same. had most fun with. Um, but Absolutely, it was my first Call of Duty game. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think my first Call of Duty game was probably oh. one of the World War II ones. Um, definitely one of the ones made by Treyarch, I think. Um, uh, so I just pulled up the Modern Warfare Two cast list. Hit me with it. Uh, <laughs> Will Arnett. In additional voices in it. What? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> I love that. Will I Arnett, absolutely love uh, that. Looks like Troy Baker actually also was in it. We just mentioned him a little bit. Uh, of course he was. Um, <laughs> Man's in everything. Uh, I, I think yeah. he's later on down my list. Uh, but the actual, I think that the best performance in Modern Warfare 2 is not. Keith David, not Will Arnett, whoever he plays, not Troy <laughs> Troy Baker. It, it it belongs to Lance Henriksen, who plays Ooh. General Shepard. Oh my um, god, General Shepard is so cool. General she Shepard is an absolutely iconic video game character who I God, I think that I it doesn't matter if somebody says like the villain of a Call of Duty video game, no other character is going to come to mind. But Kevin General Shepard. I mean, I, 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 I never even played that game, and I had no interest. And I, and I, and I was a Kevin Spacey <laughs> fan at the time. You know, like. <laughs> God. I mean, it is the only other one I can think of. Um, yes. Thinking back on it, but. Uh, yeah, General Shepard was just that whole. Was it the end of Modern Warfare One or Modern Warfare Two, where it's like you have a throwing knife and that's all you have? It's Modern Warfare and, Two, and yeah. He like any, he, and he like stops you or like he grabs it or something. Yeah, and then I you spear him. Th you spear him through the eye. Spoilers for Modern Warfare Two. What? Uh, <laughs> God, I haven't. I haven't watched it in so long. <laughs> yeah, you throwing knife him through the eye. It's fucking sick <laughs> uh one of my main memories of modern warfare 2 is that that was the first time i had a console break on me oh was, no was, yep i was playing on my ps3 it was loading terminal and it crashed and the cd drive broke that's so rough some i mean it was the best map in the game so it was probably just too fire that it broke this disk drive but yeah <laughs> that's so good modern warfare 2 had iconic map design as well like i oh I, my god absolutely i and i don't know if it's just the nostalgia talking uh because i don't i do a little bit of Warzone. i haven't touched it in months but that's the only call of duty really um i i have not seen 
much other map design like modern warfare 2 no except I, for maybe like the early zombies maps in the world at war and black ops games totally yeah i think i think the map design while in modern warfare 2 was while like broken at times like as yeah. far as multiplayer is concerned i think that there was so much artistry that went into it and so much fun I, I don't yeah, know. Those, I guess the, the main thing that iconic. was broken was uh, was being able to predict spawn locations super easily. Spawn locations and uh, spawn sniping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love impossible it. Impossible to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! If you just stand in the wrong spot, you're gonna get killed the moment you spawn. I swear. <laughs> totally. It's interesting. <laughs> god, I loved no scoping. I was awful at it. <laughs> I yeah I don't think I ever really made much I definitely tried to get a few shots off just to look cool but you know yeah so I wonder uh, uh, instead of reminiscing on multiplayer for too long <laughs> uh, um, true the the performances to go into a Call of Duty game I wonder what to what extent they like sat down and really made it a production because yeah, they do a, a lot of research on those games. They get a lot of people in, uh, and, and these performances are solid. And I think it's a really underlooked part of the franchise because it, I mean, it, it gets a bad rap for being just, you know, a shooter mindless, like, literally turn off your brain and go run around with an assault rifle um yes <laughs> and which which has its place i mean it, it is it is fun <laughs> but it sure uh, is. yeah it, uh, its campaign doesn't get a whole lot of focus in comparison and and it's so true. many of them tell great stories yeah i actually i can't remember which call of duty it is but there was one that came out gosh i think it was very shortly before um, uh, Warzone, actually no, I think I think it was a couple years before Warzone came out. God, I, I'll look it up later and then I'll, I'll. The timeline is hard to remember when it comes out every year. When, when it comes to Call of Duty games that come out every single year, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but there was there was one that came out a while back, and I remember playing the campaign and thinking, "Wow, this is like actually legitimately fantastic." Like it, there there were like time jumps and like weird Ooh. like psychological um like stuff going on i don't i don't, I don't well, know how to well, black ops black ops did really well with that yes black ops did really really well with that i really like i think, I black, think ops. black ops had i don't know it i think it's on par with modern warfare 2 for like just a really tight good story uh, i would agree completely, and it did yeah. that where it kept jumping back and because it added that extra level of intrigue it wasn't just a normal war story having your main character be like uh uh locked up you know yeah and talked to through the window and incorporating that into the main menu too it's uh, just I really cool really really fun and interesting game design i love that mm -hmm. I also um, remember being able to break out of that chair and go play Zork on the computer. Oh, yes. I loved that. <laughs> I loved playing I Zork the, on the computer. I'm always, I'm always worried that I get the name of the game wrong, but nope, Zork. I'm right. <laughs> okay. Pretty sure you're right. Um, yeah. But uh, 
there's no easy way to transition this because I've just been thinking about her this entire time. But um, I think one of my favorite voice acting performances um, in a video game definitely belongs to Jennifer Hale, who plays Femshep uh, in yes uh, in Mass Effect, um, the original trilogy. I think that uh, her performance is um, well. I I don't want to be mean. Uh, but uh, Male Shepard's particular performance is not my favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, it's certain. It's definitely a choice. Like you can tell, it's a choice and not just purely bad skill. Even though it's exactly. maybe not the best choice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and 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 uh, his name is blanking on me right now. I can't remember it. But uh, mm. uh, he, I, I've heard plenty of his other work, and he's fantastic. But I don't know some, something about his particular decision for for Shepard doesn't gel with me, and that's fine. Um, but Jennifer Hale is Chef's kiss. Um, the the work that she does for for uh, for female Shepard is just incredible, and I think that um, I I specifically replayed the game because um, when I originally played the game game series, I was young. And I played Male Shepherd, and then when I was older, I played Male Shepherd again, um, and then I specifically replayed the game so that I could hear Jennifer Hale's work. Mm-hmm. So because I I saw clips online, and I was like, "Wow, this is a completely different feel. This is a completely different Shepherd um, than the one that I played." Um, and I I had to go back. I had to go back and play more. Uh, you know? I. So I've played through the series only once and I played as, as male shepherd. Uh, and so that's actually the thing that I'm most excited for with the remakes is that'll be the first time I play through it as Femshep. Yeah. And I honestly haven't seen much about her performance. I haven't seen clips or anything except I've seen people talk about it a lot or heard people talk about it a lot. So that's one of the things I'm most excited for with the remakes coming up soon uh, is just finally getting to experience that because I never went back to it. Yes. I um, um, go ahead, please. I have no, no. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna move on to a different title if if you have something else to say. Hit me with that title. <laughs> uh, so it's. It's difficult to talk about this subject without bringing up The Last of Us. Yeah. And I mean, it's and there's good reason for it. It's it's that Naughty Dog is iconic at what they do. Um, They they really blew it out of the water in terms of bringing video game storytelling to just the front uh with the sheer focus on its story and on its performances and it's early in neil Druckmann's directing career um particularly directing talent i believe uh and and they just nailed it <laughs> uh of course the company as a whole had plenty of of uh success before with specifically like uncharted was a a huge a huge uh title yeah (laughs) um but troy baker and ashley johnson are just 
an iconic duo and uh and their magic so much stuff went into making that game great and a lot of it was them <laughs> absolutely i think that the yeah, chemistry uh, that they have in that particular series the, the that particular game and and yeah i think that uh it's it's really great i i mean i yeah, I, uh, I i specifically remember like wanting to go over to my friends houses who had playstations um so that i could watch them play those that game so that i could yeah. hear the performance you know um i remember the day the game came out was i was at school and i got online and i had just seen like so many reviews for this game people were like 9 out of 10 10 out of 10 so many perfect scores i knew nothing about it had not seen a trailer or anything uh i went to the bank withdrew 60 dollars 65 dollars no. <laughs> went and bought the game <laughs> amazing uh because this was i didn't have a debit card or anything at the time um and uh yeah, I, I I just completely went in blind and had the most amazing experience of my life. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, and and I think the, that game is so much of of why people are starting to take video game performances more seriously. It's uh, true. Yeah, it's the, they really hit on a level that you never get to see in games because people are scared of slowing things down in video games. Sometimes it doesn't want to look at the moments in between, but what makes the last of us great is the moments in between. Uh, yeah. And getting to see how these people react to their world to getting turned upside down not just from a survival standpoint, but how do they deal with that emotionally? Uh, and every aspect of it is just so detailed and it was handled with so much care. Uh, you could tell everybody that worked on it really wanted it to be special. And I think that really made it shine. Um, yeah. But those performances are just too good. <laughs> they really are. They're definitely hallmarks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the flip side of uh, the <laughs> the acting sphere, um, when it comes to video games, uh, you know, the last the Last of Us is a uh, an intense drama most of the time. I would say, um, uh, if not the entire time. Um, but uh, there's there's, there's light-hearted moments. It's got its like Shakespeare clown characters, you know. That's true. <laughs> Um, but, uh, there's a little game called Borderlands 2. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> uh, and there's a, there's a little character called Handsome Jack. Um, Damien Johnson, right? Damien Clark, I think. Clark. Oh, okay. Either Darn. way. I yeah, hey, you quit. You got half of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to be a huge, like I, I, uh, would keep up to see see if he was doing anything new just so i could go like 
experience it. <laughs> Absolutely. But he is outstanding. Um, one of the best. I honestly think it's one of the funniest performances, uh, period, I have ever like heard in my life. Yeah. No, because it, it truly is. Uh, uh, what's the horse's name? The... <laughs> Oh God! Um, yeah, just yelling at his at his what is diamond studded horse? I don't even <laughs> remember. Screen. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, you're so right because because that's another um, portal esque thing where he is a constant voice in your ear, uh, but. Well, while being the villain, except with him, you know, he's the villain right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's I'm going to see if I can find the name of that horse because it's driving me crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I've got a few others Butt on stallions. But stallion. That's <laughs> right. I probably just destroyed my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I can fix it. It's fine. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think oh, before you move on, though, um, hit me with it. Borderlands 2 is also like it, it, uh, people people don't really think about this side of it a whole lot, but it's acting across the board is iconic. Like Claptrap is hilarious. And yes. I, the amount of dedication that that actor has to go into that booth with every time, just go for it with Claptrap. I'm ex- I can see why Jack Black will be playing Claptrap because it needs that level of dedication. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think that they okay. I think that they may have changed. Did they change voice actors for Claptrap between? Yes, they did. Two and three um, wasn't. Wasn't there what I mean, this is I think I think we're getting into some some political parts of, of the uh, of the 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 acting and uh, voice acting spectrum. But I think, yeah, that, wasn't there like some allegations of some sort? Uh, so. In looking the, it up right now. Yeah, so am I in the in the original uh, game, I believe it was David Eddings. Yes. Um. And then somebody else took over it for uh, for Borderlands three. And I think that that actually was more of a like company thing. I think David Eddings might have uh, worked with the company and just had a disagreement with where they wanted to go with it. Um, Yeah. um, Either way, uh, we don't know. But we don't know enough to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, either way. I mean, I mean, we, we could probably use this as a transition to to talk about. Uh, um, uh, uh, oh, here we are. Uh, Eddie claims that the Gearbox CEO, Randy Pitchford, assaulted him, calling him bitter and disgruntled. Strange. All right. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> either way, but both of those particular performances, I think, no matter what, we can we can we can definitely say are are, are rather good, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean, and I think that actually that's uh, kind of an interesting way of transitioning into, you know, like I mean, with within the acting sphere, within the uh, uh, theater and entertainment industries, there are lots of. Um, 
you know, I mean, I think there's there's definitely been uh, a really l- large shift within the uh, uh, the industries when it comes to like the Me Too movement and um, and other stuff uh, like that, holding yes. particular talent accountable. Um, and so I think that uh, uh, well, I mean, there are so many wonderful performances out there. I think that uh, um, you know. Be be uh, as as two people who want to break into the industry, right? We need to be respectful and and you know not um, do stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I yeah, and I, and I think I think we benefit from coming from a place like theater uh, because theater is, I mean, it's got dark corners there it's not like not everybody who works in theater is this perfect like person (laughs) by no means not even close i have worked with plenty of people that i do not love (laughs) to put it mildly um but it it definitely breeds a lot uh more grounded uh and and kind talent uh, just because of the kind of familial aspect of it. And that's something that I guess video games didn't really get because it came from such a misogynistic base of it being like a guy's club for programming and stuff. And that kind of that's true expanded that's true. into also like all how action movies are like predominantly male uh uh video games are predominantly action oriented well and yeah so i think started I think off with with a lot of that issue and and now we're starting to see that get fixed and it's just incredible because now we get to hear so many new great stories from other voices that 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 represent those stories so much better than uh than we've gotten to experience before no i completely agree i think that i think that uh um I think that the best thing that the industry that that all entertainment industries can be doing right now is expanding the voices um, that are in the room and uh, and and getting rid of that those toxic environments, you know. And uh, yeah, and I think I think there's a a, yeah a great great work happening on that field. And I think most of the games we talked about today, that's part of what makes it successful. I'd say, with the exception of up until recently, Call of Duty, like. It, it yeah. took them a while, but now they're, I think now they're doing better. <laughs> Maybe. Um, who knows? Call of Duty out, operates outside the rules. Attention. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it's, uh, it's a great field that we are starting to find ourselves in. And I think that as two people that have come from theater, uh, uh, that's part of the draw that we see in it is the ability to tell so many interesting stories in a way that you never would be able to before. Yeah. Uh, like even on, on stage, you're so limited by what you can do physically as like, (laughs) as Newton's uh, laws will allow you to do. Um, and in film, you're, not as limited but there's still like a lot of different elements that can come into play but with video games literally anything is possible and 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 that makes it 
possible to tell some really cool stories and then even yeah every anything's possible but then sometimes you get more mundane for lack of a better term stories but those can also be extremely interesting in their own right uh getting to firsthand experience and control somebody's life uh absolutely there is this game that you might be able to help me out but um that i i've been seeing stuff about um Mm -hmm. and it's about this um person who is i think traveling with their camera do you know what i'm talking about (laughs) i i know of a few traveling based games uh oh god Um, i'm just gonna look it up uh game with camera <laughs> that's not gonna help that's not gonna help uh i'll just uh i'll chalk this so, up so, to uh Jacob there's open roads is coming out soon from uh i know annapurna's publishing it uh it's always looked super interesting uh last stop as well i think might be something that's on the same kind of area uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know either i i thought it would be in my google um my google search history but it's not i'll just chalk it up to jacob's gonna look up this game uh that looks really cool and talk about it next week uh (laughs) but uh anyway the the point i brought it up was because it looks like the the protagonist um and i and i think i read something about that particular uh when i when i heard about it the game was um uh 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 the brainchild of of uh of a woman of color and uh and I just think that, I mean, yeah, that's the kind of thing that we need right now. We need those kinds of stories. And the protagonist, it looks like, is a person mm-hmm. of color in the game. And so I think that um, I, I'm really interested to, to see those kind of stories come out in video games. I, uh, no, no, no hating too much on Call of Duty, but I am, um, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of uh, white men fighting each other. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it gets a little old. <laughs> it does. It gets a little. Old. I mean, yeah. G- getting getting into I, I. This is a point that I was trying to get at earlier when I started ranting about us in our theater history was that I think coming from theater that makes us inherently more interested in, uh, in those grittier stories in in the characters that really get to look deep and and talk about aspects of life talk about what uh what makes this life interesting you know absolutely and so i think i think yeah you and i like have that kind of large draw which is going to make it difficult because like obviously that's not going to be everything we'll get to do uh no but yeah i'm glad to see that it's happening more and more though me too me too Mm -hmm. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's oh, a great man. place to end it. Yeah, me too. It <laughs> uh, always this hour always just flies by. It really does. It it, it, yeah. it breaks my heart because I love spending so much time with you, man. So do I. I and fam, we get our sh- we get our shots next Tuesday, and then I think so. Yeah, because you guys wait. Then, do you guys you get yours on the thirteenth or the fourteenth? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Tuesday. <laughs> uh, you get yours on the thirteenth. I get mine on the fourteenth, and then we can wait two weeks, and then we can see each then, other. Then we can go to uh, to see the Scott Pilgrim re-release. 
Yeah, that sounds like a good yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> he released a Dolby Digital. Uh, yeah. I, so, what's that? No, no, you're good. Okay. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> so much, so so many uh, sentence starts, false starts that I probably won't even touch for the most yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, thank you f- so much for listening to another episode of Up Up Download. It's a real pleasure to get to come here and uh, do this every couple of weeks. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Up Up Download. You can also find us at www.ususupdownload.com uh, for links to our Discord channel and our Patreon. They are both there on our website. Again, that's uh, upupdownload.com. If you'd like to support us with that Patreon that I just mentioned, uh, you will get early access to episodes. And as we start to do more, we will be uploading some bonus content. I'm sure once we get to record together in person, there's going to be plenty of stuff to share. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In that that (laughs) month that we'll get to record together in person. Uh, Don't break my heart. It's going to be great. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be great uh so definitely go check that out make sure you're in on that for when all of that starts happening uh and yeah join our discord to uh hang out with us and and uh and be a part of the community because tell us things we're gonna we're gonna be starting to yeah we're gonna definitely soon be starting to lean on uh people in our community for feedback and and ideas for potential guests and oh stuff. yeah uh hopefully we'll be starting that pretty soon Um, that would be great (laughs) oh yeah uh so i'm gonna stop rambling now (laughs) i'll allow it uh and yeah thanks again for listening uh we'll see you back here in uh in two weeks two weeks sounds good yeah 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 two weeks yeah yep i love you all we'll make a plan bye (laughs)